no better way to get better at football than playing football. So like, Taylor's gonna finish it. I've always been confident in my abilities. I think you know I'm a guy that can go out there and I always believe in myself that I'm gonna get open and, and make the play if they throw me the ball. The third, right end zone shot for Pierce. He caught it. Oh, what a! Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Colts cast. We're here to talk about everything and anything Indianapolis Colts. My name is Eric Smith, co-host of the Colts cast. Alongside me, as always, I have co-host Jamal Lawrence here. What up? Look, if you're on YouTube, go ahead and ring that bell with the subscribe button right now. Look, that, Don't forget to give us a like, comment below. Throughout the video with your thoughts, best way to support us, and it's completely free. We're about to get right into it, guys and gals. Final mock draft for the Colts, NFL 2023 draft. You ready for this, Jamal? I'm ready, man. I'm excited. Yeah, this is it. This is it. We're, you know, because the next episode, we got the live stream coming up on Thursday. We're going to be posting on social media about that throughout the week. But that, you know, that that's our next episode. So, you know, we got to give it to y'all straight. Seven round mock draft right now. You know, we're going to start off from the top. First round pick, Jamal, what are we doing? First round pick, uh, this man needs no introduction. Uh, we talked about him countless times. I still just can't even believe that there was at one point in time where I was I just laughed and said he ain't, he ain't bad like that. It's Anthony like Richardson, that. number 15 from Florida. Hey. This guy, I mean, I like I said, I, I think we know, you know, that that's the ceiling is is wide open for him. I think he's gonna he possesses a lot of what we need. Um, and he can bring a whole new level of excitement to this offense. Um, I, I, I just feel like at this point, if you're Chris Ballard, if you're Shane Sykin, you know what the cards are. You know what time it is. You need to go ahead and make the decision to pick him up, and, and let's get rolling with this because he's the future of the Indianapolis Colts. I like it. I like it. And, guys, we're we're kind of doing our own mock drafts for this. I know our last three-round mock draft, it was it was between me and Jamal. Uh, we did it together, but this time it it, it may be a little different. However, <clears throat> I I I like that Jamal. I like Anthony Richardson because I have him too. But I'm about to start off with a trade. Mm. We're trading up to number three with the Cardinals because we have to get our guy. We have to get him. Um, I, I I'm not listening to the smoke for C.J. Stroud or Will Levis right now. Um. I, I don't know what the Texans are going to do, but right now I'm assuming Young and Stroud are off the board. You know, let's send some capital up, uh, send our 2023 third round pick and our fifth round pick, uh, one of our fifth round picks, uh, the 162nd. Let, let's move up one spot. Everyone's happy. The Cardinals get still get their defensive player. We make sure we get our guy, which I believe is Anthony Richardson. Um you know, I, I I still think he's the guy until further notice. Definition of high risk, high reward here. Lead arm strength, big frame, explosive running ability. He's got all that. Playbook opens up. Um, they're they're gonna have to drop a safety down for him just just because you know he built different on the ground. I think he's the ideal fit for Shane Steichen. You know, give me that guy with the limited upside, most athletic QB in NFL history. Uh, you have to take a shot on him, right? Sure do. I, I really do think at this point you, you have to. I mean, the, the intangibles are there. So why not go ahead and, and pull the trigger on them and let's make it happen. Where are we at in the second round then? Second round. Uh, you know, this, overall. 
35th. Yeah, this is a name. This is a name. So you guys know that I, I do love the offensive line. Um, I think that is super important that we get the offensive line back on track, especially drafting a young quarterback. And this is a name we mentioned uh, on the last episode when James Boyd was here. So it goes by the name of Osiris Torrance, offensive guard from Florida. You guys know the 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 guard spot is, is the spot we're lacking the most. We picked up Ryman, and I have said throughout this entire offseason, I'm completely fine with getting a tackle and maybe even looking to bump Ryman down to let him learn that spot. But with that being said, if we have an opportunity to get a, a solid guard in the second round, why not go ahead and get that guard to keep everything cohesive across the entire offensive line? where we know that Ryan Kelly has said he he wants to come back and do a little better this year. We know Quentin Nelson's going to do better. We know Ryman should do better as well as Braden Smith. And not to mention, Osiris is a teammate or former teammate of Anthony Richardson, so they do have that connection there. This dude is a beast, massive guy. I think he's 6'4", like 330 pounds, huge dude. Um, the strength, I, I think he fits right into the offense of what we need. And, and against having someone like Braden Smith next to you, on the right side, it, it just makes it a great opportunity for you to thrive because we know how consistent Brady Smith has been for us. And then you have Quentin Nelson as your back pocket, as your mentor. Um, I, I think it's a, it's a match made in heaven. We, if we could get him in that second round, we can kind of complete that offensive front right there and, and move forward in the future. Florida, Florida, man. Love them Florida guys. Yeah, I, I think there's a lot of ways the Colts can fill huge needs on the roster here. Like Osiris Torrance would be a nice ad. I'm going to go with the other side of the ball, though. I'm going I'm to stick to it. Keely Ringo. Uh, you know, it. Th this second round pick for everybody, you know, all Colts fans, this, this is basically a late first round pick. I mean, you're, you're picking at 35th. But I, I'm, I'm tapping into that deep cornerback class. I'm shooting for a lockdown corner. 6'2", 207 pounds, get a big freak athlete. Uh, he's going to be a strong corner on the outside. You know, press coverage, boom, he's got that. He's going to be able to aid in run support. I, I, I just think Keely Rango is a match made in heaven for Gus Bradley's scheme as, as a zone corner. But we'll see. You know, I, there, there's a lot of good corners, but Ringo, he, he has that high upside. I think he has that physical profile that Chris Ballard's looking for. I like that. I, I like that a lot. And I, I think for, for round three, I'm actually going to switch up and go to the defensive side of the ball for us. Um, I'm going to be actually going for Darius Rush, cornerback, South Carolina. I know we talked about him a little bit earlier on, but kind of similar to what you were just talking about with Gus Bradley, this guy is made for that zone defense. He can thrive in that zone defense. I mean, you're looking at a guy who, who's, who's big, strong, fast. He can jump routes, make the day a nightmare for, for the offense. Um, he's not afraid to tackle, get an open field tackle, and he he brings that tenacity that we need as well. Um, so I'll be completely content with getting getting his own defense a guy like him in that third round. Yeah, I, I like Darius Rush. I feel like he was overshadowed by Cam Smith a lot at South Carolina. Um, but you guys know I just traded the third round pick to move up one spot for the Cardinals. So my third round pick for my mock draft is to the Cardinals. So let's head to the to round four. 108th overall pick. You know, I got the Colts selecting Zach Pickens out of South Carolina defensive tackle. You know, it, you think of our defensive line depth, for, you know, on the Colts. You think it's strong. I don't personally. And I think you take Zach Pickens here if he's still there. Massive disruptor in the past game. Could eventually turn into a starter for us, but, you know, going to work into that rotation for now. Passes the eye test for Ballard, 6'4", 305 pounds, and I think he's going to contribute to to our needed death in the interior defensive line. 
I, I like that a lot, actually. Um, I, I was highly, highly considering not him specifically, but that defensive tackle spot um, when it came to the fourth round. But then I just started thinking, I, you know, I, I can't shy away from the offense too much. I have to always make it back over there. Uh, so my round four pick, I was really looking at Tyler Scott, wide receiver from Cincinnati, um, a guy who's worked with um, um, Alec Pierce. He was there for two years. So he, mm-hmm. he, he, he is that wide receiver three. He has that track speed. He can be a monster on the jet sweeps and, and just quick plays across the middle of the field. That's that's what we want. Um, when I think of someone like him, I I, I kind of it reminds me of kind of the Josh Downs when we were talking about that, where where he's quick and even though know, he's I think he's five ten, he can still get a chance to get across the field and, and catch any ball that comes his way. We kind of gives an opportunity to take some pressure off of Alec Pierce and take some pressure off of Michael Pittman Jr. Um, so I really think that someone like Kim could come in and make a huge impact for us because that adds just a another weapon we already that we need. Oh yeah, we do. We do need some wide receivers. We we really do. And I would I wouldn't hate if we took one in the second round. I I think that second round pick is going to be so vital to to what Chris Ballard and Shane Steichen what they kind of want to do to go forward to to retool or even rebuild this this whole franchise. So we'll we'll see. Um, round five, we're, we're at round five. So 138th overall pick. I got the Indianapolis Colts selecting. Andrew Voorhees, USC, uh, USC Trojans. You know, he's a big guy too, 6'6", 320 pounds. Uh, I believe that's a good size for a guard. The The thing that, so I I don't know if everyone knows, he did get injured at the combine. Um, he, he tore his ACL. But what's crazy is, so the next day, the man came out there in crutches, out there on one leg, and pumped 38 reps of 225 pounds on bench press. I don't know. That's crazy to me. You can tell the player actually wants it at that point. I think that's a testament to his determination. But he's got that positional versatility. I really like that. Um, he can play basically every position on the line with the exception center. He's, he's, really, he's an exceptional run blocker. Sure, he might not play his rookie season, but this guy was, I mean, I, I don't know if he was first round, but at least second round talent before the injury. So um, you get a guy like this in the fourth or fifth round, give him a little time to recover. Once he does, you get a competent guard to fill that void on the offensive line. I don't know to me because other players are going to be looking for developmental players here, but this guy's going to make immediate impact once he comes back from injury. So I'm taking Andrew Voorhees in the fifth round. I like that pick a lot. I was I've been kind of high on Andrew Voorhees in my mind because I, I do think, like you said, it's so it's it doesn't seem rare, but it's pretty rare to find a suitable guy who can play across the entire offensive line. Um, we we watched that this entire year with trying to get players to play in different positions didn't work out so well. So it's it's a huge adjustment and to have someone like himself come out there and 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 can do it game by the game as as needed is. A luxury to have. Uh, it definitely sucks he had the injury, but I would not be mad at taking him in the fifth round. Uh, now, for my fifth round, I'm going to jump to the other side of the ball. This is a guy who I've been kind of looking up and, and reading about and, and am enjoying watching his play. Of course, we know that we did pick up Samsung Ibuka, um, and Gus Bally kind of officially said that, not kind of officially, he definitely said that Yannick is going to be gone in the future or at the now for us. So the yeah, fifth round for me, them. yeah, not retaining them. Isaiah McGuire, edge from Missouri. I, I like him a lot because he's a he's a great fit for that LEO position uh, that Gus runs. 
watching film on this guy. I mean, a wide, wide, wide nine, very wide nine. Um, and, and, and that's what makes that position so important. He basically what he did week in and week out. And it's funny because I, I watched some film on him from, against the Georgia game, some film against him or with him in the South Carolina game. Same thing he did each time was, although he did create a bigger lane by opening up that B gap, uh, you know, a bigger running lane for the for the offense, he made the tackle make a decision every single time. And the tackle had to commit. You're either going to step inside or you're going to step outside. And and when you have to make that commitment as the as the offensive tackle, it makes your life a living nightmare because when you don't know what's going on behind you and you have to set your feet and then this guy comes and just steps to the left or steps to the right, you're like, oh, shit, I got to figure out what's going on. So he did a great job of, of doing that. Yeah, he may give up that B gap sometimes, but he is able to over he's able to correct it or even bounce outside, you know, to to get around the backside of the tackle once he has him committed. So I really like his play, and I think it would be a great addition, especially already playing in that extra wide nine set um, in a Gus Bradley defense. Ooh, I really like that pick. Okay, I like it. Look, I gave up the 162nd uh, overall pick and the trade to the Cardinals. Who did you have there? So this one I had Corey Trice Jr., cornerback from Purdue. Um you know, we have to get some cornerback depth. We we definitely know that injuries have been a huge issue for the Colts for year in and year out. Haven't picked up a Rocky Center or anybody like that. So I, I think at this point you have to kind of look at getting some depth in the draft. And I think Corey Trice Jr. Um, would be a great guy. Uh, he, he one thing about him, he does give up some room to the wide receiver, uh, but he can, he can make up for that room when the ball's thrown. He 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 definitely pays attention, and he's he's not afraid to make the open field tackle. Very aggressive. Um, and, and he moves with his full body. You know, he's not just throwing himself out there. He's going to see his target and and keep his eye on the receiver the entire time until that ball is thrown and then turn around and make his adjustments. So he kind of doesn't get lost in the play, which I think is real important, especially when you have these speedy receivers these days where, uh, you know, they can do a little pump fake. You turn your head and you look at the quarterback and they're gone downfield. So I think he can possess what we need to to build some depth and also just play a safe, tight role for us. Okay. I like it. I like it. So to round out round five, we got we got one more pick coming. Um, of course, I gave mine to the Cardinals. Got to secure our guy at the top of the first round. But with the 176 overall pick, I took Parker Washington, wide receiver out of Penn State. You know, haven't said a wide receiver yet, but I'm looking for those. The look, we're we're at value value uh, value ballot rounds. Like it, we're finding value here. It's time to add some competition to the wide receiver room. We got Parker Washington, good punt return specialist. So hopefully he carves out a role on, on the special teams for us, but he has that potential to grow as a potential slot receiver. He's a bigger slot receiver. Um, just, you know, untraditional height, weight, you know, size at, at, at that role. But I don't know. I, I think he plays tough and I think he has potential to grow there. Yeah, um, my guy's a, a wide receiver as well, uh, and and kind of the same exact role you were just mentioning. I got Charlie Jones, wide receiver from Purdue. Um, you know, while he was at Purdue, he he did great his his last year, 110 catches, 1361 for the yards, and 12 touchdowns. So pretty solid. But he was even better special teams player, uh, in my opinion. You know, he had great great job on kickoffs and punt returns. He even scored a touchdown on one of his kickoffs. So I, I think that he has the ability to kind of, as you mentioned transition into a, a decent slot player for us, but definitely could play a huge role in that special team spot for a great value. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind not passing him up. Oh yeah. No six round picks. So 
I better get some popcorn for for, for that <laughs> portion. No, <laughs> no picks in the sixth round on day three. Um, so so we're moving into round seven, and we we got two picks left. So so two hundred twenty uh two hundred twenty first overall pick. I got the Indianapolis Colts selecting Muhammad Diabate, linebacker at a Utah. So again, value barrier. Look, we're we're getting an athletic linebacker here. Hopefully, helps out with the depth. Um, loss of Bobby Okereke, I, I think, is going to hurt us more than we know. But you know, linebackers—they're a little easier to replace than most positions. But I don't know. Okereke's run defense will be missed, and I'm hoping uh, Dive can can help out on that side. You know, I don't think he starts, but linebacker depth. We, we, we always need it just for the security because you know how Shaquille Leonard be. Yep. Uh, he said during this um, media day that still not all the way ready. So you're right. We're going to need that linebacker depth. So I, I, I kind of went the same route as well. I looked at Shaka Hayward from Duke linebacker. Um, I, I know that he hadn't had the greatest career at the linebacker spot in Duke. He had some inconsistencies across the board. However, what I do like about him and what I do like about the Colts is, as you mentioned, the linebacker position, that's one where where you can learn it pretty well. And and I've noticed that the Colts do a great job of developing linebackers. So, you know, we, we see year after year, there's there's a little bit of shine in the linebacker spot. Um, now, I don't know whether that comes with coaching or it comes with injuries or it comes with, you know, the leadership in the room. But I definitely think it's something where someone like him, him someone like himself could get out there and, and make a difference for us. And it's going to start on the special teams. I think he'll have the ability to be a great special teams player for us as well across the board. All right. And the 236th overall pick, I got the Indianapolis Colts selecting Jared Patterson, center at a Notre Dame. So he was a team captain there. So, I, I, you know, he played center. He also played guard. Again, versatility. I like that. So he, he can play both positions. Um, it's kind of a short-arm guy, but it looks like technique made him so successful there. You know, I, he, he, was, he played really well at Notre Dame, um, but he, he doesn't have that arm length um that that you would traditionally look for but let's add some more offensive line depth here let's add a potential center uh also can fill in that guard you know yeah no absolutely i'm always about offensive line depth um but for my last one i'm gonna take it to the other side of the ball we're gonna be looking at picking up Corey durden defensive tackle from north carolina state uh i i really want a little bit more depth at the defensive tackle spot i feel like every year we always draft at least two defensive tackles um and 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 usually something pans out for us to where someone doesn't play, they get hurt early on. So I know the inconsistencies mm-hmm. across the board there have been an issue. Um, and when I look at him, you know, he did have a shoulder injury in 2020. Um, so I, I that's always not promising for us because, again, it just goes back to what we just said about how these things happen to our defensive tackles. But if someone who has the ability to still come in at that, you know, um, come in and, and, and make a difference for us with just a couple plays. We have that rotation coming in with D-Buck and um, Grove Stewart. So why not go ahead and add another piece of the puzzle that we need inside of there? I think at the nose tackle spot, he can definitely benefit us at least for a couple plays, but I'm not looking for anything too, too big from him. Gotcha. Hey, I, I like it. I, I, I I didn't hate your mock draft at all. Of course, mine is better, <laughs> but I, I didn't hate it. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, that that's our seven round mock draft, guys. Look, you know it's going to be a fun draft night. It's going to be a crazy draft night, especially that first day. Don't know what's going to happen. 
I do know one thing. We do need to take a quarterback. I think we're in consensus for the Colts cast about that. We got to take quarterback in the first round. Um, and then, you know, what we do from there, it, it's going to be exciting. Um, I'm, I, I'm always big on these, on these day two, day three picks, because usually they, they're the ones that actually pan out to, to do something for us. You know, Rodney Thomas are probably our best draft pick last year, mm-hmm. to be honest. And he was, he was out of Yale in the seventh round. Like who, who would have thought, man, who would have thought? So look, every pick's going to matter. I got us trading up to the Cardinals. I, I want us to to get that. I want us to secure our guy. I really do now at this point because I, I think he just has that edge over Will Levis that we can't just just pass up. So yeah. give up a few picks, make everyone happy. But yeah, I mean, I'm not opposed to that, especially if we picked up the extra fifth from uh, from Dallas for getting rid of Gilmore and all that. I mean, yeah, again. I, I'm I'm completely fine with bumping up to that third and losing out in the fifth and maybe one more just to make life better and and to get a guarantee. I would never be opposed to that. Yeah, we'll see what happens, guys. But remember, live stream coming up Thursday night. We're probably going to start, you know, probably about ten or fifteen minutes before the draft. But we'll got you some more information coming this week. Look, that's going to be it for us, everyone. Thank you for listening to the Colts Cast. We're live on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or any platform you use to listen to podcasts. We'll be back next time to give you some more Indianapolis Colts content. Y'all take care. Take care.